This is the Saucer Life, and this is the Saucer Life Holiday Special. And every year, we do something a little different for the Saucer Life Holiday Special, whether it's poetry readings or recitations of the descriptions of off-color, adult-oriented books featuring Krampus or alien Santa clauses. Santa's claws? I'm not sure what the uh, the plural is for, for more than one Santa Claus. But this year... We've got something that's kind of a callback to some things we've done in the past. Uh, Occasionally, we've done dramatizations of things. I think part of this was uh, this was part of um, the holiday special last year in our Mitchell Sisters episode. We had a dramatization of one of these things. This year, we've got a project that we have been working on. It is we. It's not just me. It's it's a number of us that we've been working on in one form or another. For most of 2021, not because it's that massive a project, but because it, um, it's just hard to get people together and to get things done. So without much further ado, I want to present The Children of Agalon, a full-length audio, not sure drama is the right word, but an audio fiction presentation that takes inspiration from some of the contactee stories that we've seen here in the past. It's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to be anything that it's not. It might not be to everybody's taste. I'm not sure it's to my taste, but we had a whole heck of a lot of fun doing it, and we hope you enjoy it in the spirit of whimsy in which it is presented. So without further ado, but with thanks to the saucer wife and Samantha, my co-host over at Great Lakes Lore and associate producer Simpson J. Hanover III, I present The Children of Agalon. gotta get out of here meet Rosalind. she's a writer a good writer but she needs more money than the writing provides being thoroughly professional her principled stands on material editors wanted changed has led to yet another firing so it's time to light out for pastures new riverbend that sounds promising The Dreamland Motor Lodge, like the rest of Riverbend, Indiana, has seen better days. Named after its location near a bend in the Tippecanoe River, Riverbend could have been any one of dozens of towns. Nothing special about it. Nothing special about the Dreamland Motor Lodge. But there's something special about the owner, Owen Hazlitt. Owen is a regular guy who never left Riverbend. Nothing special about that. But Owen has had an experience that will change his life and the lives of many others, all starting now. Hello? Anyone here? I need a room, like sometime tonight. Uh, Here, yes, here, room, yes. Um, Fill fill this out, uh, please. I'm, I'm Owen, Owen Hazlitt, owner and manager of this fine establishment. So, uh, first time in uh, Riverbend? Do do you mind? I'm trying to fill this out. Uh, Wait, why does this ask for my occupation? What, someone puts doctor and you double the rates? No, 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 no. I I, I just like to uh, know about people. So you're a a doctor? A writer. Oh, okay. Uh, Anything I I may have read? Depends. Do you read trashy pulp novels? Uh, No. Newspaper society columns in towns without any discernible society? Not for a while now. Religious tracts distributed at truck stops? Did you... 
Did you write, are you headed over the road to hell? (laughs) Nice to see someone familiar with my work. So do I get a room now that the interrogation's over? Sorry, sorry. Okay, you're in um, cabin eight. Here's your key. And uh, here's a copy of Child of Agalon. Great dynamite. Fine. Thank you. Be sure to read it. Be sure to read it. I can answer any questions you have about it. Breakfast is from six to nine. And Okay. Bye. What the hell is Child of Agalon? Child of Agalon. Five pages. Stapled. The cover is made of a slightly thicker paper than the pages and features a line drawing of something that looks not entirely unlike a saucer-shaped object. As I walked through the field behind the motel one day, I had a very strange feeling. It was like a premonition, but maybe not because I'd never had a premonition before and I wasn't sure what it might feel like, so maybe it wasn't a premonition and maybe it was just some kind of feeling that something was going to happen. A lot of it is like this. Let's skip ahead. Suddenly, I heard an unearthly sound. There was a rush of hot air. In front of me, there was a cloud of dust. When it settled, I saw an amazing sight. It was a flying saucer. A door opened, and out stepped the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. My name is Sally, and I come from Agalon. What is your name, Earthman? I'm Owen. Where's Agalon? Far away in what you call the Andromeda Galaxy. We are looking for people among the stars who are willing to receive a message of love and hope. I've read a lot of books about this sort of thing. Tell me more. Listen, Earthman Owen. Listen to a message from our mothership commander, Alon. Attention, this is Alon, commanding the Agalon mothership orbiting your world. We come in peace. The Agalonian Fellowship is seeking people who are looking for new opportunities to serve their fellow beings. We have many lessons to share with you. Lessons that will lead your planet to a future that is bright, not dark, and peaceful, not warlike. Listen to our representative Sally and learn from her. We hope you'll join us as part of the Agalonian Fellowship. Wow. I'm willing to learn anything you have to teach me, Sally. I am glad to hear this, Owen of Earth. The first lesson is that of universal love. Do you know of love, Owen of Earth? I had a girlfriend in high school, and we made out some. What is made out? Let me show you. Later. By the crystal rivers of Agalon City. Is this what the Earth people call kissing? I have heard about this through the broadcast we've monitored. That was wonderful. I've never loved a woman like I love you, Sally. Please, teach me the wonderful lessons of Agalonian cosmic thought. There are three principles. First, universal love. Second, universal peace. Third, universal understanding. All three principles work together, yet separately. I want to learn more. You will. We will place the wisdom in your mind. You will be our messenger to the earth, Owen. You are pure of spirit. Here, drink this. She placed a a small pill into a shimmering drink in a glass that looked like it had been carved from diamond. It dissolved. I was nervous, but I drank it. As I did, the air began to shimmer, and I grew sleepy. The last thing I heard was her voice. When you awake, you will know what you have to do. I will return to you, my love. I woke up a few hours later, and I knew that I had to share the lessons that the Agalonians taught me that day and continued to transmit into my mind. The lessons of the Agalonians are simple. Love, peace, understanding. If we implement these lessons in our lives, we will be fulfilled. If all humanity does so, we will be like the Agalonians and be able to travel among the stars. Join me in becoming more than human. I'm still receiving transmissions from them and am eager to share what I've learned. Please consider staying here at the Dreamland Motor Lodge and learn with me in the community we've started to build here. Free room and board for sincere seekers of truth. Hazlitt, get down here. Um, yeah, yes, um, miss, yes. Uh, my name's Roslyn. You should know that from looking at the registration card. So anyways, I read your flyer. Oh, you mean my book? Can we compromise and call it a pamphlet? Do you have any actual questions about it? Just one. How do you expect to make this work if you're offering free lodging to people dumb enough to come here? Okay, wait, I have two. How do you expect to make this work if you only give the things to people who are already here? Your customer base is what? Six people a month? It's not about money. It's about... Everything is about money. 
and I'm going to help you make money with this thing. Okay, why? You, you don't seem to believe what I wrote. Oh, I don't. But I need money. And looking around the stump, so do you. Now, I told you the stuff I write. I can write about anything, from trashy novels to cookbooks for the new housewife. I can make this place a destination for flying saucer nuts. Look, I'm not even sure who you are. I'm Roslyn. Pay attention. So, I don't know much about flying saucer stuff, or do we call them UFOs It's an interesting now? question. Uh, who who um, cares? So, I do know people dig this stuff. I know there's conferences and books and stuff. It's in the news all the time, but the stuff you're talking about sounds like a religion. Don't diminish it like that. You, you make about as much sense as my dog whining back there. This is the truth. This isn't some human belief fine, system. Fine, fine. It's the truth. So are there any uh, believers here? No, not yet. Um, I keep hoping someone will stay after reading the pamphlet. I, I don't suppose you'd like to stay. I absolutely not. It's just... Stop. Aren't you interested in the teachings of the Agalonians? <laughs> no. You'll come around. No. So do you think you can pull this off, making this popular and, and everything? Okay, so some of the stuff I've written, the trashy stuff, pulps, that's what your story calls for, that kind of approach. I used to write for Explosive Action Magazine, called myself Seamus O. Irish. I can turn your story into something that'll get people here, and I've got the connections to get this in front of people. Oh, Irish isn't even a real name. No one who reads books like Sorority Pillow Fight Party cares what the author's name is. What I'm saying is that I can make this something great, exciting. Well... Look, we'll get money for the story. I know a magazine guy. We'll serialize it, then maybe put it out in a book. They do that kind of thing a lot. You start giving talks here at the motel. We're going to need a name for this whole place. Like, um... Agalon Meditation Center? You're catching on. I'll need 60% of whatever we bring in. That seems like a lot. It's uh, standard for flying saucer-related work. Oh, well, if it's standard... Which it is. Then that's fine, I guess. Wonderful. Time to get to work. Gonna have to make some expensive long-distance calls. You'll be paying for that, by the way. I'm going to mind-beam this development to the Agalonian mothership. Whatever gets you through the day, pal. Gallipoli here. Talk quickly. Hey, Mr. Gallipoli, it's Roslyn. Who? <sighs> Seamus McIrish. Ah, excellent. Sorority Pillow Fight Party is still one of our best sellers. Need some work? Sort of. I've got something for you. Flying saucers. Yeah, they're Russian. Why? Do you know something different? Uh, no, no, I've got a guy who's met a space woman. He's got a story. It's dull, but I'm working on that. Mm, space woman, huh? Mm, that could work. No one cares about space men anymore. Well, my readers don't. Can you work in a Vietnam angle? Uh... See, it's topical. And honestly, the true war stories are big sellers. That uh, might be possible. Any other requests? Mm, she needs to be a redhead. <laughs> redhead? Our readers have preferences. We did a survey. Okay. There's a spiritual angle to it, too. And, and we're going to want to promote the uh, meditation center? The what? Meditation center? Never took you for a hippie, McIrish. Uh, just trying to get by, sir. Well, we've all done things we're not proud of. I joined a union once. You need to keep that to yourself. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, send me stuff and we'll probably be able to run it. Redhead, Vietnam, got it? And so, the die was cast. Rosalind and Owen must craft his tale into something that someone would pay money to read. So, Hazlitt. Owen. No, I knew an Owen once. He was useless. You're Hazlitt. Um, okay. So, there are some ground rules. Sally needs to be a redhead. I don't really recall her hair color, so that's fine. Excellent. And it needs to take place in Vietnam. We need a war angle. Doesn't that kind of work against the whole theme of love and understanding and peace the Agalonians want us to embrace? I have a duty to spread their message. In a war, how would that work? Yeah. So... How about... St. Paul. Uh, Minnesota? No, 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 no. The, the road to Damascus, a, uh, a conversion experience. Oh. Uh, 
Oh my, yes. Yes, that's a good idea. You're a soldier. No, no, no. You're a mercenary. These magazines love mercenaries. Oh, okay. If, if you think it's best. Now, it seems weird that a flying saucer would, would change a mercenary's mind uh, about What about things. that kiss? The kiss? Yeah, you kissed her, right? I, I guess I did. So somehow that kiss altered your mind, expanded your consciousness, opened the doors of perception. Have you read the doors of perception? What? Aldous Huxley, Doors of Perception, about psychedelic stuff. No, why? Because that's what some of the sounds like. You were massively altered, right? True. It's, it's kind of hard to convey how different I am now. You're a new man, and you're trying in your weird little way to help others have new lives. In your uh, real story, you were just a guy who runs a hotel, and after your encounter, you're... A guy who runs a hotel, but now you want to tell guests about flying saucers. There's nothing to grab people. We can make the kiss the key to the whole thing. Oh, but what about the drink? The drink? Yeah, the, the pill and the weird drink. That was a huge part of it. Actually, I think that's what probably affected my mind, that, that opened the, the windows to the universe. That No one cares, Hazlitt. The kiss is what's going to hook people. No one would care about a drink. I'm going to go write this up. Kid, we're going to be... Well, we're going to be slightly less poor than we are now. A reading from My Sultry Night with Sally the Space Stunner from Agalon. Explosive Action Magazine, Volume 6, Number 3, March 1968. It was in the steamy jungles of Southeast Asia that I had an encounter with a vixen from beyond the stars. It's not easy being a soldier of fortune in one of the most dangerous places on Earth, but it's what I do. I'd just gotten done taking care of a little problem those lily-livered CIA boys didn't want to dirty their hands with. There I was, having my 17th cigarette of the morning, leaning up against a blood-stained tree when I heard a noise. Turning, I saw a strange craft. It was circular, silver in color. I was just about to shoot it open and interrogate the owners when the door opened. Out stepped a real fox, red-headed, tall, slim, with a body to kill for. And I've killed a lot. What's your name, Earthman? I'm Owen. Owen Hazlitt. What's your deal? Don't see a lot of chicks like you in this jungle full of commies. My name's Sally, and I'm from the planet Agalon. I just said that wrong. My name's Sally, and I'm from the planet Agalon. We're looking for men. Our planet is dying, and we need men. Well, you've come to the right place. I took her in my arms and kissed her. At that moment, my eyes were opened, and I saw the universe in a new way. I can feel things about people, Owen, and I feel your hands are drenched in blood. Someone's got to make the world safe for democracy, chick. Guess I'm the guy. What if I showed you a better way? Lay it on me, sister. If you've got a safer way to make this world worth living in, I'm all ears. There are three principles. First, universal love. Second, universal peace. Third, universal understanding. All three principles work together, yet separately. If you implement these lessons in your lives, you will be fulfilled. You can become like the Agalonians and be able to travel among the stars. My eyes were opened that night with Sally. I got out of the jungle warfare business and went back to the States. Settled down in a little place called Riverbend, Indiana. I run the Dreamland Motor Lodge and we welcome anyone who wants to learn what I learned from Sally. It wasn't just a kiss. It was a joining of our spirits. The act of love between man and woman has cosmic significance. Come see what I mean. Write to me in care of explosive action, and we'll talk. Sally's coming back someday, and together, we'll all help usher in a new age of cosmic humanity. Listener, we've known each other a while now, so I'm going to level with you. Neither of the two accounts you've heard so far of Owen's experience are strictly true, they're not entirely false either, but journalistic integrity compels me to reveal the truth. Let's leave Earth behind for a moment and go far away to the Agalonian mothership where Commander Elon and Diplomatic Relations Officer Salveriana are hard at work. Listener, this is the truth, or at least another version of it. Ship's Log, Space Date, Fran 479, 2700 hours. We continue our survey of Sector 00342 for planets suitable for the absorption process. 
Of particular note, the ship's chef has started serving that one cake I like again, so thanks for looking up. The crew are restless, and I'm especially concerned about sub-leader Salveriana, whose critique of my command style occasionally borders on insubordination. Oh well, what can you do? I'm going to take a nap and then eat lunch. The next day. Salveriana, you got any reports for me? If I did, would you read them? Look, you need to write reports. There's nothing in the regulations that says I have to read them. So, reports? On your desk, in your office, that you haven't been inside for a week. You know that I avoid my office when I know there's reports on my desk. I'm retiring soon. I'm taking things slow. Oh, I know, sir. I know. We're coming up on a slightly promising planet. Oh? According to radio transmissions we've picked up, they call it Earth. Mass media saturation seems high, at least in industrialized areas. Hmm, computing networks? Primitive and mostly confined to military and scientific elites. Well, that's a shame. Subleader, why don't you explain the guidelines for absorption to me? Don't you know them, sir? Oh, of course I do, but I want to make sure you do. All right, but this seems needlessly expository. The goal of the absorption process is to bring a planet's population, as well as its natural resources, into the Empire, while expending a minimal amount of time and material. And how do we do that? We locate an individual who has a significant amount of influence within one of the dominant cultures of the planet. We then implant a philosophical framework within their psyche that, when adopted by enough members of the planet's culture, will psychologically prepare them to voluntarily become subjects of the Empire. It usually takes three or four space cycles for the process to complete. Now the message has to be customized for that planet, obviously. What do you think will work for this, uh, Earth? That's what it's called? Sorry, I was just thinking about lunch. Passivism should work. There's a lot of tension, warfare, usual primitive stuff going on. I'm thinking the love, peace, understanding protocol should soften them up. Ah, it's a classic. Good call. You have a messenger picked out? Oh, and how resource-rich is this planet? Well, it's at the bottom of the scale. Actually, if we weren't in danger of not hitting our quota, I probably would have ignored it. As for a messenger, that's a bit of an issue. The brain scanner is acting up, and the readings are all over the place. We think we have one, though. Regulations require both of us go down in the scout ship to do this. Can't you handle it by yourself? You'll never make commander if you don't take the initiative. I'll never make commander at all if people like you don't retire and get out of my way. Hey, I'm going to retire soon, but this mission is so easy I'd be an idiot to give it up now. Yeah, I'll get the scout ship ready. I better have time to eat lunch before we leave. Ah! Greetings, Earth. Man, I am Commander Alon of the Agalonian Empire. This is my associate, Subleader Salveriana. Am I to understand that you have a large degree of cultural influence on this field? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, Salveriana, are you weird. sure this is the person is the weird. brain scanner met? This is met? weird. This is weird. Without question, what sir. What is going on? Do you have a name? What can we call you? Uh, Owen. Owen Hazlitt, where's Agalon? Are you from space? What, what's going on? Sir, do you want to give him the speech? <sighs> Don't we have it recorded? I can never remember the whole thing. My name is Alon, commanding the Agalon mothership orbiting your world. We have come to initiate your world into the Agalonian Empire. The Empire, a power far more advanced than your puny world, is seeking a person from your world who is willing to be our voice and provide instruction to your people that will make your absorption into the Empire less traumatic. We have many lessons to share with you. Lessons that will lead your planet to a future that is less unpleasant than the destruction and subjugation to which we will, if necessary, resort. Our Diplomatic Acquisitions Officer will prepare your mind for your role as our conduit. We sincerely hope you'll not resist. You're invading us? Not unless we have to. 
eager subjects are so much easier to incorporate into the empire. That's your job, Owen, to make sure that your fellow humans are ready for us when we return. If they aren't, their blood will be on your hands. I I don't have any idea how to do that. Of course you don't. That's why Salveriana is here. Subleader, get the device. Now this part goes on your head. Ow! Sorry, the probes sting a little going into the neural matter, but it doesn't get too much worse. Worse? A bit, but only when I do this. Ah! Is the information implanted? Checking. Looks like it. Owen? Owen, are you with us? Sally? Oh, Sally, that was the best kiss of my life. I've never loved another woman like I love you, Sally. Please teach me the wonderful lessons of Agalonian cosmic thought. What the hell? Okay, that's weird. Owen, what are the three key principles? Love, peace, understanding. Seems okay. And you'll share this message, Owen? And the further messages we beam to you? Of course, my love. What? Come on, tell your Earth boyfriend to get to work and let's get back to the mothership. I need a nap. We'll be in touch. Get to work, Owen. You have to use your influence to keep the people of Earth safe. Wait, I have, I have so many questions. Darling, wait! Fine, we'll answer one of them. How do you people know English? We've been monitoring your communication media for some time and have programmed our translation units to interact effectively with you. And what do you mean by influence? Use my influence, you said. Sorry, we said one question. Nap time. Goodbye. Wait, the memory screen treatment. Uh, I always forget that. It hasn't been too long, has it? You have the pill? Yes, I do, because I'm a professional. It should be fine, even though we should have done it before the information implanting. Owen, what's that you're drinking? Uh, ginger ale? Here, dissolve this pill in it and drink it. It'll, um, provide you with some cosmic enlightenment. I don't even know what's going on. What's going on is that you're going to drink that and do what we need you to do. Understand? Yes. Okay, let's go. So, you know the whole Agalonian plan now. Let's drop in on the Agalon Meditation Center. It's, well, it's a happening place. Dozens of adherents to the Agalon philosophy of universal love, peace, and understanding have flocked to Riverbend to learn at the knee of Owen Hazlitt. Owen preaches messages to the men and women there, and for an additional fee, provides special lessons. Rosalind, meanwhile, manages the money, books the lecture tours, and is hard at work on a book-length version of the story. Let's join our, well, not heroes, but still, they're all we've got. Okay, Hazlitt, we're going to have to look at your lecture schedule at some point. You got time tonight? Uh, Nope. I've got a fundraising meeting with a group from Muncie. Oh, good. Do you think they'll contribute much? I wanted to get a couple new cars for the next lecture tour. We got to look classy, Hazlitt. No one is going to believe someone who drives a beater. I think they'll realize that part of their calling as children of Agalon is to financially support our mission. Well, yeah. Churches and charities have been doing this forever. About time the rest of us get in on some of the action. And we're not ripping anybody off, Rosalind. It's not some kind of scam. The Agalonians can't directly help because they don't use money. They have a prior choice economic system. Uh, what now? It's really complicated. Sally explained it to me in her last transmission. Nothing here is illegal. These are free will offerings. And the tax stuff? Well, I'm pretty sure we're safe on that front. Well, in a little while, when Sally and her people return, taxes won't matter. Yeah, well, now they matter. And I don't want to do federal time. Again, I mean. What? Long story. Okay. So, how are we doing on money, since we, we still need some for the time being? Not bad. Getting that widow to sign over her farm was brilliant, Hazlitt. We're going to sell it quick, at least before the next property taxes are due. So that's going to pay off your mortgage on the meditation center here. Then the cash flow is going to look really good. But I think it's time to increase the fees across the board. I wish we didn't have to charge people anything at all. We'd probably get more believers if we didn't. Look, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. This isn't a charity. Then why do we accept donations? I mean, it's not a real charity. We just sort of give the impression it is. I'm not sure the Agalonians would like that. Well, they're not here, are they? No, but they're on their way. 
So, when do they arrive? Soon. I've been in contact with Sally. She and uh, Elon will be here within one of our Earth months. <laughs> sure, whatever, kid. I'm going to go call Gallipoli and see if we can get some cheap ad space for the book. I'm going to go to the meditation center to meet with some of the new recruits. These housewives from Muncie say their husbands need to hide some money. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, I think it'll work out in our favor. <laughs> I think this is all going to work out just fine. So all of you are here because you want something new in your life. You're tired of the way things have been going. You're like I was when I was leaning up against that tree in Vietnam before Sally shared with me mystic revelations. That experience changed me. It opened my mind to possibilities that I had never before considered. Peace and love and understanding are available to all, if they have the means to seek it. And it's means I want to talk to you about. Some of you are able to contribute to the material needs of our work here in substantial ways. For you, enlightenment may come sooner. For the Agalonians, recognize the value of your contributions. For those of you who are unable to give because of the very modest fees we have to charge, do not worry. Enlightenment will come to you as well. It just may take a little longer. Now, if you'll turn with me to page 32 in the study guide, we'll begin. So we can do a full page ad for that price? Maybe three issues? Yes, that's fine, McIrish. So, how are things going down in that hippie commune of yours? Well, it's not mine, but things are going okay. Everybody who's here is paying money, and we're finding good ways to charge them extra for things that shouldn't cost any money at all. These deviant long hairs deserve to have every red cent taken from them. What's the deal with this Owen character? Does he believe any of this stuff? I think he believes that what he says happened to him happened, but I also think that at some level he knows that what we turned his story into is getting him a lot more financial benefit than what he originally came up with. Personally, I'm pretty sure he's making the whole thing up, but I'm getting my 60%, so... 60%? Good job, McIrish. Soak this delusional nut for everything that he's got. Did I ever tell you about the time I ran a record company? It only lasted a couple of years because I couldn't stand dealing with the freaks and weirdos that inhabit that scene, always going on about creative freedom and other socialist nonsense. I had to get out. You're going to have to get out of this sooner or later, too. You know that, right? Why? I'm making more money than I have in years, and I have no expenses since I can live at the meditation center for free. My God, listen to yourself, McIrish. You're turning into one of them. Anyone who can put up with living at a UFO alien meditation center for any reason at all is in too deep. I'll keep that in mind, sir. I'll have the ad copy to you by the end of the week. I may have to come down to this place and see what's going on there personally. Remind myself what it is that I'm fighting for in this magazine. The promulgation of common sense, red-blooded American values, and photo layouts of stunning redheads. (laughs) You're welcome anytime, sir. Owen has a good thing going. Rosalind is making money. Mr. Gallipoli is selling lots of magazines. But all good things come to an end. The Agalonians are returning. So it's a year later, and we're back at... What's it called? Earth, sir. Ah, yes, Earth. The one with your boyfriend. Anyway, whatever. Have you located him? Does it seem like these people are ripe for joining the Empire? Scanning now, sir. It looks like media penetration is less than total. There's lots of chatters about the visitors from outer space, but it's not that different from before we converted Owen. I mean, the human. Explanation? Well, maybe we're just not interpreting things correctly. The protocol has never failed before. I think I've located the human's headquarters. It's unimpressive. Well, that's disturbing. I would have thought our representative would have done better for himself than this. Anyway, let's go down there and see what's going on with all this. If this all falls apart, I'll never be able to retire. Thanks for coming, everyone. I just wanted to get us all together to go over the agenda for tonight. Rosalind here, my press girl. (laughs) I'm not your press girl. My press lady. (sighs) One of these days. Is going to fill you in on what's going on. Okay, 
So as some of you have heard, a TV news crew from Indianapolis is coming up here to do a story on the Meditation Center and the Agalonians' teachings. Now, they may want to talk to some of you, and I may not always be there to deflect them from some of the more pointed or uncomfortable questions. So I've got some ground rules for you to follow. First, do not, and I mean do not mention outer space, UFOs, anything like that. We are a meditation center. Owen is your spiritual leader, and it is all very, very earthly and spiritual. Look, I know you all believe the alien thing, but it'll make you look crazy, crazier, and that's what they want. So no aliens. Okay, second, do not mention anything about money. Not at all, ever. I can't emphasize this enough. So, Rosalind, is there anything they can talk about? Peace, love, universal understanding, the bland stuff. Stay bland. Stay boring. But not too boring. (sighs) Right. That's the tough part. We have to prevent anyone from thinking this is some kind of weirdo space cult, but still be interesting enough to attract new people. And their money. But remember, no one mentioned money. No one mentioned that they paid Owen anything. They'll use that information to destroy him, to destroy all of us. Leave everything to me and Owen. We know how to do this stuff. But the rest of you, just say as little as possible. What the hell? They're they're back. I knew it. Uh, see, see, Rosalind, it's it's all I, real. I have no idea what to say. That I was right all along? Never. Salveriana, you handle all this. I want to see how you manage it. Earthman, Owen, are they ready? For what? Uh-oh. Shut up, sir. Owen, ready for peacefully entering the Empire. Is humanity subdued, pacified, prepared? Oh, wow, not at all. But we've got a good start. There are about 30 of us here, and more every day. Every month. Most months. Now that you and the commander are here to share more of your Agalonian wisdom, our numbers could, could double. Now, what's this Empire you're talking about? Your boyfriend's an idiot. He's not my... Anyway, this is weird. You've got that right. And you are? I'm Roslyn, and I've been helping him spread his... your... someone's message? Are you really from space? And what's all this pacifying us? I don't need to respond to you, human. Your only role here is to submit or die. Oh, wait, what? Hey, now, now, Sally, don't talk to her like that. She's on our side. Do not call me Sally, Owen. Do you really not understand what's at stake here? At stake? I I thought you came back here to be with me forever. Eh, Earth boyfriend, see? Ugh. Owen, your job was to prepare humanity to get pulled into our empire. Otherwise, we have to conquer you, and that won't be pleasant. Are you saying that you don't remember that part of it? No, this is crazy. Go ahead and try to conquer us. We've got nukes, and your flying saucer looks like a piece of junk. You fly through space in that thing? Well, it's just a scout ship. The mothership is much more impressive. It would have to be. In any case, Owen, we've been counting on you to prepare Earth for our arrival. Selflessly and in the service of the Agalonian Empire, which you have been conditioned and programmed to serve. Yikes. Sally, what are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? Don't you remember? Remember what? Our kiss? Kiss? What is wrong with you? Uh, let's go inside and get away from the rest of the group. Now, you were saying, Owen? You know, when we... When we what? (laughs) This is going to be fun. When we kissed. That's how you put the information in my brain. And I don't remember anything about you taking over the planet. What about peace and love and understanding? I don't know what... Kiss means, so I'll need to check the intercultural database. Oh my goodness, we absolutely did not do that. 
Sally, that's how Earthmen are. They like to exaggerate. Must be tough to have your reputation ruined on an interplanetary scale, though. Kissing every Earth dope you find. Don't call me Sally. Oh, this'll be the talk of the fleet. Sally and the Earth dope. So what about this invasion? So why do I remember what didn't happen and can't remember what did? I think my question is more important. It's not. Excuse me? Owen's brain problem is the real problem. What might have happened is that we gave him the memory treatment. The what? I think she means the magic ginger ale. That was real? I'm not even sure anymore. Anyway, we must have given him the memory treatment too late into the process. There can be complications. Rare, but they happen. So wait, uh, equipment failure? Seems likely. So, we have to shift to the conquest protocol. This is going to wreck my retirement plans. So, because Owen couldn't convince us to give up, we get conquered, right? Can't you, I don't know, just not? That's not an option, human. Why not? Well, because we'd get in trouble. Earth's on the list. If I don't follow the list, there's consequences. Unless... Sir... Are you familiar with the reversion protocol? Surely that doesn't apply here. That's only for the original messenger dying before the mission is complete. Well, the mission isn't complete. But Owen's alive. But does he have to be? Wait, are you going to kill him? Oh, they're going to kill me. Sir, that doesn't sound like you. I think it sounds just like you people from what I've seen so far. Look, it's distasteful, yes. But if we eliminate your boyfriend here, then we can choose another candidate, get it right this time, submit the reversion paperwork, and then I retire. Earth will be someone else's problem. It's the easiest way for me to get what I want. What about what I want? Or what I want? What do you want? For you to go. For you to stop messing up this modest yet workable money machine I've put together here. And Owen wants stuff too. What do you want, Owen? Sally, I just want to be with you. Take me with you. And our followers. Sir, what do you want to do? Well, I want to shoot your boyfriend for sure. As for the rest, I need to figure it out. Lock up the humans until we can get everything sorted. I can't believe the Agalonians are going to kill me. I can't believe there's Agalonians. I can't believe this mission went so wrong so quickly. We don't usually execute our messengers, Owen. We sometimes need to lobotomize them and put them to work in the mines or something. But murder? This isn't the protocol. You know, you're the one doing all the work around here, Sally. My name's not... Never mind. And yes, I'm aware of that. What's it to you, human? How come you call him Owen, and you call me human? Because we're in love. No, Owen seems harmless and well-meaning. You, you seem less so. I won't deny that. But your boss is a loser, Sally. And I can tell you don't want to kill anyone. Oh, I don't mind killing people. Rosalind... But this just seems like a waste. And to start over with a new messenger, when there are hundreds of people who already know about us, this isn't how it's supposed to work. Well, if it helps, it's probably more like dozens. I just want a promotion. I want Elon's job. I wouldn't have screwed it up like he did. You'd all be loyal subjects of Agalon now if I'd been in charge. It'd be better for me and Owen. He'd be safe. You're disruptive and would probably be liquidated quickly. Hey, she's all right. Thanks, Owen. If Elon weren't in charge, I'd have some more options. So take over. What? Take over? Like a mutiny? Or just shoot the moron. That's not a bad idea, Rosalind. Really? I was just sort of joking. Can't you think of something more subtle? I'm not sure there's time. Owen, what do you think? Oh, Sally, I think you probably have a better idea of what's going on than we do. You're like a puppy, Owen. I have far more knowledge than either of you, and I think killing Elon solves all our problems. I can keep the Earth safe, just adjust a few records on the ship. I get a command of my own, and... I can come with you. Really? 
perhaps so and perhaps. We do have an interspecies exchange program, but Earth would need to be a member of the Empire. Sounds no. great. Whose side are you on? Sally's. Look, if it keeps us from getting conquered, you can make goo-goo eyes at her for the rest of your life. Sally, let's go kill your boss. So, the Agalon Meditation Center. Wonder where McIrish is. Be nice to get a tour. Say, are you a human? What kind of question is that? You some kind of weirdo? Well, from your perspective, perhaps. My name is Alon, and I'm a commander at the Agalonian fleet. Hmm, good to meet you, Alan. Name's Gallipoli. I'm in the magazine business. I have no idea what that means. Is that supposed to be funny? I'm not a funny person. Hmm, that's something we have in common, my friend. So, what's going on here? I wish I knew. We were supposed to take over this planet, but everything's going wrong. I'm supposed to retire, you know. Take over the planet? You some kind of nut? I've taken over lots of planets, at least seven. Eight, maybe? Uh, I forget. Hmm, you sound like an interesting man, Alan. Tell me, have you been in outer space a long time? Oh, I spent my whole career on various ships at the Agalonian fleet. I flown in the Comet War, too. You probably don't know what that is. No, I don't, but I, I bet it's a fascinating story. Do you have a lot of stories? Oh, yes. No one wants to hear them, though. Everyone thinks I'm just a boring old has-been. I mean, I am, but I wasn't always. Hmm, I may have some opportunities for you, Alan. Get you back on the straight and narrow. I can tell you've been through some rough times. Drugs, probably. Drugs? Still, no matter. Drugs, drink, whatever's laid you low, we can overcome it. Okay, whatever. I'm going to go take a nap. Elon? Ah, subleader. Are you ready to take care of that Earthman of yours? Wait. Why are they with you? There's been a change of plans, Elon. Put that down. Are you insane? Look, sir, this way everything works out for the best. I get your job. Owen is safe, and Earth gets left alone. I don't care about Earth, really, but covering all of this up would probably be the best thing for my career. You, you're going to kill me? I argued for something more subtle. Oh, thank you, I guess. This has all gone so wrong. Your career is as good as over. Mine's not. If you're out of the way, then maybe I can get everything back on track. And save the Earth, right? Well, yes, of course. I don't want to die. Get in line. I wish there was another way. Excuse me, miss. I think I know what's going on here. Mr. Gallipoli, what are you doing here? You said I was welcome at any time, McIrish. I've been talking to Alan here, and uh, he's got a lot of stories. I think he's bonkers, probably. May have done some of that LSD acid I've been hearing about, but he's an entertaining guy. Why does the good-looking woman in the jumpsuit need to shoot him? Because he needs to go away. Hmm, that's a shame. I was going to use him for a series of features on life in outer space. Science fiction, McIrish, that's the ticket. Is it? It is if I say it is. You, gunwoman. Salveriana? Sally, yes. Alan is harmless. He's a burnout. See him every day. Poor character, lack of self-control, bad upbringing. Whatever the reason, it's clear he's no threat to you. Let me make money off the insane ramblings of this sad half-man. Think of it like witness protection. Can he actually write? Sad half-man? You'll polish it up, McIrish. Don't worry. I, uh, okay? Could this work, Sally? Maybe so. It would be preferable to killing him, to just pretend he was dead. Then I could alter the ship's records and erase all mention of Earth. And that'll keep the Earth safe? Eh, no, it won't. What do you mean? I did the paperwork, Salveriana. Earth's in the system. If it isn't turned over to Agalonian control in the next 24 hours, the invasion fleet launches. Uh, well, stop it! <sighs> Foolish human woman. I'd never get the forms filled out before the 24 hours was up. No, this is absolutely happening. So... Earth is doomed. Doomed? Doomed. Super doomed. 
Uh, what's the difference between doomed and super doomed? It's negligible, but it does involve more explosions. Great, thanks. I'm not worried. I've got a bunker in South Dakota for just this kind of thing. Alan, you coming? Might as well die in a bunker, sure. I appreciate your fatalism, Alan. So long, hippies. He is so weird. So what are we going to do about all this? I'm not sure there's anything we can do. We have 24 hours to turn Earth over to the Agalonian Empire. Or there's an invasion. And we can't turn Earth over to the Empire because Owen has all the social, cultural, and political authority of, well, a motel owner who runs a UFO cult. So what happens if Earth were to become part of the Empire, Sally? Would would be... would. Uh... Would we be enslaved? That the planet gets strip mined or something? Maybe at some point, but Earth Earth is barely worth the effort. In fact, at this point, it's not worth the effort. I suspect that Earth would be so far down the list of absorbed planets to process that once I leave, you wouldn't see another Agalonian for centuries. We would appoint someone, usually our Owen figure, as a liaison and come back when we needed what Earth has to offer. Which is what? Water. You've got a lot of water in your oceans. We process water and extract minerals from planets like this. But you don't have as much as a lot of planets, so honestly, by the time we needed to drain Earth's oceans, the empire would probably be on its last legs. So you'd add us to your empire just because that's what you do? Well, it is an empire. Too bad we can't just tell them Earth surrendered. What did you say? Nothing, darling. Just that if they're not going to show up and check, it'd be great if we could just send the message, Earth capitulates, no need to invade, or something. That is not the worst idea any of us have had today. Look, space empires aren't dumb. They aren't just going to say, okay, cross Earth off the list and carry on like nothing's happening. Actually, that sounds just like what we'd do. Empires are bureaucracies, Rosalind, and our particular bureaucracy is the happiest when everything happens as if it's expected to happen. To be blunt, the Agalonian Empire really is incompetent and lazy enough for Owen's idea to work. My idea? Reporting Earth as being part of the Empire. We can record it with my mission data storage device and transmit it back to headquarters. There's sort of a ceremony, but probably no one will ever watch it. The computer algorithms will pick up on key phrases and Earth will be, as Rosalind put it, crossed off the list. I didn't understand most of that, but if you think it'll work... It's better than waiting for the invasion fleet. In accordance with Agalonian Absorption Protocol Thalon Gorlax Revision 5, I hereby open this Section 65 Planetary Authority Transfer Ceremony. Who is here to represent Earth? We are. State your names and position of planetary authority. Uh, Owen Hazlitt, um, Agalonian planetary representative. Rosalind, I don't feel like telling you my last name, President of Earth. What? Play along. President Rosalind, do you and your position as President of Earth agree to transfer the planetary authority to the Agalonian Empire? Yes. Do you agree to the Agalonian Empire's acquisition of any material wealth or resource on the planet? Yes. Do you agree that all people of Earth will become subjects of the Agalonian Empire? Yes, except for the Dutch. Stop it. Now we have to do it again. <sighs> do you agree that all the people of Earth will become subjects of the Agalonian Empire? Yes. Do you accept the position of Agalonian Legate with the responsibility for carrying out any Agalonian policy required on Earth? Very much, yes. Yes will suffice. Yes. Owen, as the planetary representative, do you affirm that Earth is ready for the absorption into the Empire? Yes, I do. Then by virtue of my authority as Agalonian commander, I welcome Earth into the Empire. You will be contacted with further instructions within the next... 7,000 years. My first act as legate is to declare war on the moon. Stop it. So that's it? Earth's safe? It's all we can do. And it's time we were leaving. You're really going with her? What about the meditation center? 
it's it's yours, Rosalind. Keep the place going. Tell them where I've gone and, and let everyone know I'll be back someday. Are you going to want some of the money when you come back? No. The Agalonians don't believe in money. Of course we do. That programming really was messed up. I'll keep the money. If I ever see you again, I'll buy you dinner. See you both later. Maybe. Goodbye. You became slightly less irritating over time, Rosalind. Good luck with her, Owen. Bye, Rosalind. Thanks for everything. And so, one of Earth's many brushes with alien life ended, with a brief amount of ceremony, veiled insults, and a cult being under new ownership. We caught up with the principal figures in these events several years later to learn what happened next. Well, it was real change being on the Agalonian spaceship. Their philosophy wasn't really like anything I'd been taught. Well, taught is the wrong word. I realized they implanted me with a fake philosophy to help soften up the earth. I was a little angry about that at first, but the more I got to know Sally and the other Agalonians, the more I realized that they were a lot like us. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's just how it is. Oh, Sally? Well, I'm not sure she ever loved me like I loved her. After a while, I got lonely for Earth and came back. I stayed away from the meditation center. Rosalind was doing weird things with it and ended up here in Chicago. From time to time, Sally comes back and I stay on the ship for a while. It's routine at this point. These people are idiots, you know that? So I go with Gallipoli to this bunker of his. He keeps me there for six months. Is that the one with the moon? Uh, It wasn't years, but it was longer than hours. I don't know. Anyway, a long time. Finally, he's convinced that Earth is safe, and he sets me up in a little house and sends that Rosalind woman around to write down my memories of a career spent in the Agalonian fleet. She turned them into something bizarre, and I think we made a lot of money. Is it how I pictured my retirement? No, but it's not bad. Probably better than things would have gone if I'd executed Owen. The first thing I did was change up the meditation center. I revised Owen's teachings uh, to reflect a sort of New Testament, a new version based on his experiences after the Agalonians show up, ditched a lot of the philosophical stuff, and replaced it with a new emphasis on manual labor. We're growing fruit and making preserves to sell in the gift shop along with books and pamphlets. There are some kids here now, and they make little trinkets to sell. People like to throw around the term sweatshop, but it's fine. Really. Oh, Elon and his stories? That was weird. He was weird. And made money, but wow, did I have to do a lot to make his so-called stories entertaining. I never knew that space adventuring was 90% paperwork. I'll tell you what I think happened. I think the Agalonians destroyed the Earth that day. We all died and were brought back as pure soul energy on a recreated Earth. I've talked to Alan about it. He may not be as crazy as he seems. McIrish did a good job turning those stories of his into books. Made some good money. Of course, it's all an illusion. In fact, some days I think I've gone quite mad. My career went very well after the Earth incident. Eventually moved up to a desk job reviewing paperwork to ensure that no one got away with doing what we did. I still see Owen from time to time. Such a strange man, even for a human. In The Children of Agalon, Rosalind was played by Samantha Engel, the narrator, Elon, and Mr. Gallipoli by Simpson J. Hanover III, Owen Hazlitt by Aaron Gullius, Salveriana by The Saucer Wife. Production coordination was by The Saucer Wife, Simpson J. Hanover III was the associate producer, Samantha Engel was the story editor, the director and producer was Aaron Gullius. Chizo Media's director of drama is Hiram Ratskillet. The Children of Agalon was a production of the Chizo Media Drama Division for The Saucer Life. Chizo Media. Our- so that was it. Hope you enjoyed it. We are on a bit of a hiatus for the next 
couple weeks through the new year, but we'll be dropping little bits of interesting stuff here and there. Watch our social media um, avenues on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Saucer Life. And um, actually, yeah, and the feed as well, the podcast feed. There's going to be some interviews and some conversation with me and the rest of the cast about uh, what you've just heard, and uh, that will be dropping at some point uh, in the next uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, just watch the skies on the internet because the skies are watching you. Happy holidays, happy new year! Thanks for being a part of our saucer life journey this year, this year of 2021. We've got some interesting things coming up in 2022 that I hope you'll continue to want to be a part of. Thank you so much for your support over the last four and a half years. It's been wonderful. I'll talk to you later. Good night.